All right, guys, we have a huge episode of the Nordies podcast. This one's going to be all about the Timberwolves. We have the one and only Jordan Alamat on. We're going to talk a little bit about the new defensive coordinator for the Vikings as well. Here we go. And here we go, Nordies podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Jim. How's it going? Oh, it's going great. How are you? I'm great, and that's because we have a very special guest from the best Timberwolves podcast that there is, mm-hmm. okay. the future voice of the Timberwolves, oh, and the pride God. of Irondale High School, Oh my God! Yes. Jordan Jally Alamat. What's cracking, gang? It's so freaking back to be with dudes in the basement. <laughs> yes. Man. Here we are. This is just, I've been looking forward to this for like the 10 days ever since you guys <laughs> yeah. DM'd me. I yes. am amped to be back. Oh, and to we talk about more than love to have you back, dude. We got so much dialed up. I can't wait. Yeah, we do. So... Everyone can give us a follow on Twitter and Instagram at Nordy's Podcast and subscribe anywhere that they get their favorite podcast from. But where can they hear you? Uh, the same. Just type <laughs> in Crunch Wears No Pants. Crunch Wears No Pants. Beautiful name. We love it. Thank you. The Crunch Wears No Pants podcast is the best new podcast. You think so? And I also think it's That's the best. I think it's the best Timberwolves podcast by a lot. And it makes me not listen to any others. Is it because we're fans and not like trying to be journalists? Yeah, and also like you're the only people who are like knowledgeably um, and you know keeping me entertained talking T Wolves and every other basketball podcast I listen to pretends that the Timberwolves don't exist. That is right, national. Yeah. Yes, I know. Yeah, so um, everyone make sure to give them a follow, give them a listen. You will be happy that you did, and I think it will even improve your Timberwolves fandom. Like I leave the episodes liking the Timberwolves more. That is a hard thing to do nowadays. Yeah, <laughs> we are the yeah. subject of much slander, so we're just trying to be positive. It's, it's, it's silver linings. It's a little bit of takes, a little bit of bits. It's like you guys, but if you're a fan, there's so much going on with the team yes. and the league. Like I have fun every year, even when they're abysmal. It's a fun sport to follow. I think it's that's the whole nature of the NBA, though, because you see their faces. You kind of get like into the drama and everything. Well, like, you end up watching the the people on the bench more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, Dude, my wife went from full Bachelor in Paradise to Wolves mode. She goes, "What's going on with Ja? Did he point a gun at somebody?" I'm like, "Oh, we're gonna get yeah, to She's it. in. She is in." <laughs> well, we'll do a little bit for Hell her yeah. then, too. <laughs> All right, real quick, Jim, what are we drinking tonight? All right, so we are at our friends, friends of the pod. Um, Blackstack collaborated with Weldworks and released. A basketball-themed beer, so how about that? I got goosebumps. Fade Away, perfect double IPA. I don't know about the name, but I really like the beer. What's the name again? Fade Away, perfect. perfect. It's kind of like a video game thing. Like, you do a Fade Away, like, it's perfect. Yeah. Like oh. NBA Street. Maybe that's yeah. it. Maybe that's yeah. it. I think you cracked the code. But it's a nice beer. Really good. All right, guys. So we are going to jump into our starting lineup, and we're going to get to a lot of Timberwolves talk. So all of you guys who tuned in to hear more Timberwolves, I promise you we have tons of it. But before that, a couple things we need to talk about. First up, we usually finish with soccer. We're going to start with soccer today. I like that. So the big news of the day was that Manchester City in the Premier League, the most popular, or not the most popular, definitely not the most popular, (laughs) the most successful team over the last decade was hit with an insane amount of allegations of uh, pretty much cooking the books for the past decade. Uh, it's nine years worth of charges. And I'm They've hearing from building a case. Yeah, they're building a case. And this is like the rest of the league coming for them, knowing that they've been cheating this whole time. The punishments could be anything from a 15 point deduction, which would lose them a hundred million plus 
and kick them out of the cha- the Champions League for next year. For next year. year, yeah. All the way to, I heard one person like on the inside, like a big journalist, say, if half the charges are true, they're going to get relegated from the league. Wow. Whoa. Can you imagine? <laughs> Wait, how, how are they cooking the books? So, what does that mean? So you can only spend like a certain percentage of the, the money that you're bringing in. This is some fraud. Yeah. yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. But this they, is... you know, they bought everybody and they have been. That's so, how they built their team with all this money. Their big problem is, is that they're not popular. They're mm-hmm. good, but they're not popular. So you have your Liverpool, your Man United, your Arsenal, your Chelsea, your Spurs, your Newcastle, everyone who's had these fan bases forever. But they share a city with the biggest club in the world in Man United. Everyone is a United fan. Everyone on the outskirts cheers for United or Liverpool. And no one cheers for City. Now, they're owned by literally a government. And they want to buy all these players and they have infinite funds to do so. But they can't do it without breaking the rules because they don't make any money. Because no one actually cares about them. And okay. so they are spending Good money that they have, yeah. but they are breaking all of the rules. They're cooking the books. They're doing all kinds Making of sketchy like they stuff. Have revenue coming in when they don't. Yeah. Yeah. Why isn't Sports Center leading with this? Because this is like tantalizing. So I, can, I just, just, I'm just hearing about this. I mean, I it just funny. came out, what, today? Just this morning. Just this yeah. morning. Wow. So it's, it's fresh and hot. Um, I hate City because City was always the team that would be just a little bit better than Liverpool Mm -hmm. for the last five years, seven years, whatever it's been. So I love this. And um, of course they were beating Liverpool. Now it all makes sense. It all makes sense. Well, (laughs) well, the other thing is, is like they today they released a video or they they walked out with like 40 lawyers like they like made sure everyone saw that they were so lawyered up that like an entire American football team of lawyers came out of their office like all the, and people were like this is a trying to be a show of strength but it really just shows that they've done a Scared lot of screams yeah. guilty <laughs> was Rudy Giuliani there yeah, right. yeah. was it in front he, of a landscaping yeah he was at um uh yeah Manchester landscaping yeah. four <laughs> right. seasons or whatever um yeah so that's the top story then not a funny story not a good story um but a developing one if you guys saw the terrible earthquakes that happened um, in Turkey and um, Syria yeah. and Lebanon, um, there's they're estimating that up to twenty thousand people are dead from these. It's like one of the worst natural disasters ever. And Christian Atsu, who was a former Chelsea and Newcastle player, plays in Turkey, is missing. He scored the game-winning goal for his team in the Turkish league yesterday. Went home. And then his building collapsed in the earthquake. So not that his life is more important than the other 20,000, but it is a nice connection to the sports world. It's terrible. And hopefully he's found okay and alive. But yeah, terrible. It was a horrible developing story last night. Just insane. Horrible. Just entire buildings just crumbling. I mean, I just can't even remember another time where something like this happened. So I'm sure we'll get more stories like this. And hopefully Christian Atsu is all right crazy yeah all right turn it back around all right we got to turn it around we got to turn the ship around <laughs> amazing segue dude. yeah it was, it was. <laughs> stop talking about depressing yeah, stuff like, we got jordan <laughs> there's a guy to navigate the narrative you go to gym exactly. so here we go um we're gonna do some better news and that's brian flores to the vikings to be their defensive coordinator this is sexy this is i cool really move. like this move i was pulling for raheem morris I think he looks cooler than Brian Flores. And yes. I think the name Raheem Morris is very strong. Yes. Yep. For Brian Flores, kind of sounds like Raheem Morris. So it rhymes. They, they do rhyme, which I like. Yeah. And Brian Flores, also a strong name. I'm oh. really into masculinity right <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> well, when you're hiring a football coach. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, so Brian Flores, the former 
uh, head coach of the Miami Dolphins. He had some amazing defenses there. He was like the assistant head coach for the Steelers last year. He was the one you might remember who uh, was fired, was like forced to tank with his team Mm. and then sued the... NFL. This is the Brian, the Bilicek wrong. Yeah. Yeah. The wrong tax talk, yeah. Wrong, wrong Brian yeah. deal. Yeah. yeah. So all of that stuff. We've all been there. Not great you know. for him, um, but he's our new defensive coordinator. We wanted this guy who was the defensive coordinator of the Broncos, Ijiro Ivero, who was their one-year defensive coordinator. He's a big name. Um, he didn't even interview with us. We waited for a week to interview him. We finally got permission. And then before he got to our interview, he accepted the job with the Panthers. So that was our first choice. Brian Flores comes. I think that means big changes for the Vikings. So we played all of this, um, as like a really casual fan would say, we played all of this soft zone defense, right? That's all you heard all season. Why are we in a soft zone? I was like, that's the bend but don't break thing, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was like every it person lightly. said, everyone said soft zone. Like, like our coaches were getting in the huddle and being like, "All right, guys, get in the soft zone on this one." No, we just were really incapable on the back end. We didn't have very much of a pass rush. We didn't really have anything anywhere that was quality. Um, Brian Flores wants to pressure, blitz, and play man defense on the back end, which is going to be the opposite of our defense from last year. I love that because it forces the offense to make a play. Yeah. Whereas soft zone is very re- reactionary, yeah. but like attacking is proactive. There you go. It, it means that we're going to have to like make a lot of changes to the roster this season. We had to do that already, But we, yeah, we already yep. had to. Everyone's the, old. The defense was all guys that are my age, so... That's not God. good. Yeah, we're getting. Don't you hate that? I hate so now that. we got somebody in there. When can he start? Is he can he, he can be like already helping decide personnel. The second and stuff, he right? signed, I'm sure that at the meeting they were like, "Who do you want on yeah, the roster?" Like, and he was like, "Get again. rid of Patrick Peterson." And they were like, "Done." I like Patrick Peterson's like leadership and stuff, but bro, he gets torched all the time. I love Patrick man. Peterson, yeah. but this was a death sentence for him. This hire. Well, that's that's sad. It is. It's a, it's sad. He's gonna have to go to a different team that will let him play his own. Um. I think it's great. He was, uh, you know, obviously super experienced, and I think this was the best guy for the job. It's a lot sexier than Mike Pettin, right? Who was the other choice? Mike Pettin is a beta name, dude. <laughs> Brian Flores is an alpha name. <laughs> I agree. All right. Well, how about this? Um, is yeah. this? We'll have to decide if this is a beta or alpha move. <gasps> oh, okay. I love this bit. It's okay, bit, this is, I'm really high on this bit. <laughs> <laughs> Tom Brady. Uh, did you see him today? Oh, I did. Of With course his I did. It made its way to my fucking feed. So Tom Brady retired this week, and uh, he literally sat on the beach, retired, said he's done, and now he's posting like sexy Tom Brady pictures. Undie, undie pics. Is this, is this a move to see if he can make as much money on OnlyFans as he could in the NFL? Everything oh. Tom Brady has done online up to this point has been alpha behavior. Remember he threw that that ball into like the machine and like it like whipped back at him. Do you remember that one? Yeah, yeah. that was CG. Remember when he, was it was cool. C, it was CG? Yes. Yeah. Well, I just took it hook line and sinker for like three years. <laughs> remember when he kissed his son? Hey, dude, I'm all about men showing men affection. <laughs> to be fair, his son kind of kissed him. True, and right. then it just looked. Yeah, it did not look great. But yeah, the way he talks about his dad, there's a lot going on. I think this is a big beta move. To the way he was posing was beta. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. I need, I need, I need to see the print 
For right, you can't be putting move. your hand over, you know, the package here. No, the, yeah. The, the package was not delivered. And the, the the tone of it was like it was kind of nude, so you could lean into, like, the the nudity of the color. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he didn't do that. He, again, he was very coy about it. Like, ooh, what's under there? It's like, it's a penis, dude. <laughs> yeah. I know it's there. What's up? We do assume. Let's see the cannon. Please. It's been inside Giselle. I gotta see it. Right, exactly. It's yeah. a national treasure. So it... Tom the Brazilian Brady. treasure. <laughs> we're, not, we're not sure that Tom Brady is officially retired, but did you guys see the eBay post for the jar of sand from the spot that Tom Brady retired? Um, someone went there right after, yes. took a picture of a jar of sand, and it uh, last I saw was selling for $100,000. Are people bidding on it? Because no. I saw the starting bid was like 66000 Yeah, it's 100000 oh or more now. Um this is just like how you launder money, right? Yeah. Yeah, that can't be real. Nobody really wants that. Like, no, someone wants to like launder a lot of money, I'm pretty sure. It's got, I think that, that's a great idea. I didn't even yeah. think about that. I just yeah. thought it was like a sucker because there's a lot of suckers out there. I really but think are that the we. Are suckers should... that rich? That they... Yes. Okay. Yes. Have oh, you yeah, seen yeah, a yeah. rich person? Yeah, no, I don't. They don't let me come around. <laughs> I, I, think, I think that while <laughs> we've been spending. While we've been spending all of our time <laughs> podcasting, what yeah. we should be doing is money laundering on eBay. Yeah, we could we could try that. That's an alpha move. I think it's well, uh, it's a bit of a sigma move, really. <laughs> I do love sigmas only. I do love a good eBay uh, shenanigan. Usually, yeah. I'm the one I'm uh, wasting money. Yeah, I'm not, well, I'm not wasting money. I'm taking people for all they got by abusing the make an offer button. Mm. Oh, oh yeah, like okay. That. I do I do the bit where you make extra accounts and then you send a bunch of whole like shitty offers and then when you put in your real your real offer then they're like well yeah. I better take like, this this one. is pretty good man I'm drinking the wild state cider raspberry hibiscus this is delightful by the way oh and good I've, I have not been drinking I've had like half of this and I'm already feeling it this is bad <laughs> so sorry if I stutter dude it's basement vibes yeah. basement vibes it is it's different all right guys so we do have to talk about the Super Bowl uh, so oh. we have the Eagles and the Chiefs. Um, this game has lots of fun things in it, like the fact that Andy Reid was with the Eagles. He left to go to the Chiefs. When he showed up at the Chiefs, he did not retain um, like Nick. Why can't his name? The coach Trent Green. Oh, that was the quarterback. Whatever the coach of the the Eagles. This is why we need need Nick Ryan. Sirianni. Yeah. That Sirianni. Guy? Yeah, there he is. No, no, wait, that's not him. Nick Sirianni. Thank you. But yeah. You got it. So he was the wide receivers coach when Andy Reid showed up. Andy Reid didn't retain him. I didn't him. know that. Yep. Now he's at Andy Reid's old team. They're playing each other. These are definitely the two best teams in the league. Um, you have Patrick Mahomes, who has been to you know the. AFC Championship now five straight years. The Super Bowl three out of the five years. Nuts. He's literally trying to battle to become like the greatest quarterback ever. He's got a lot of career left, but you can't keep losing these opportunities if you want to catch Tom Brady. So, all right, I'm going to list off some facts, and you guys have to tell me which team these facts apply okay. to. Okay, Ooh. thirteen and one overall record. Five hundred and forty-six points were scored by this team. Six All Pros, including a Kelsey brother and their QB. And they were the number one seed. Which team? It's got to be both teams. It's both teams. What? <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. No. And they both have a black quarterback, which is yeah. not mentioned here, but that's really cool, too. That's yeah. super fire. And, like, I'm a big Jalen Hurts guy. I just, yeah. When people, like, wrote him off after his rookie season, like, he's a rookie in kind of, like, a weird situation. So I was really happy to see him thrive. I know we're not supposed to like the Eagles as, as Vikings fans. Well, I don't like but... the Eagles. But, yeah, no, it's okay to root I think for it's kind of hard to like Eagle. the Eagles as a any team fan. Like, I think that they are the most, like, hooligan fan base that there is. Like, they want you to hate them. They want you to fear them. They want to make you. Yeah, they're like uh, what the Raiders want to be. Yeah, oh, they're well, what they, they they're what the yeah. Raiders used to be. Oh, like okay. before they like moved away and like don't really have actual fans. Anymore. Yeah, but I think like the Eagles, 
their fans want to be that they they love the idea that they're like this degenerate fan base mm-hmm. um I find myself really pulling for the Chiefs in this game. And usually I'm not on the side of, um, like, history. Like, I usually, I was, I was like, cheering for the Sonics over the Bulls. Yeah. And I was cheering. You're contrarian. Yeah, I was cheering against Tom Brady. I was cheering against Kobe Bryant. I was cheering against Tim Duncan. I was cheering, you know, all of these greats. Like that we hate always, the Warriors, right? That, yeah, hate the Warriors. Just everyone who always wins, I was always like, well, I want the other side. I kind of been pulling for Patrick Mahomes. Like I don't know why I would siding with his wife and his brother on TikTok doing the annoying stuff. I guess. Beta I mean, I, oh my god, <laughs> this is beta behavior. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I find I find myself pulling for the Chiefs, but I do think the Eagles win this game, and I think they win this game something like thirty to twenty-four. Okay, am I making my prediction? Yes, now? sir. Yeah. Okay, uh, then I will go with the Chiefs. And I'm gonna go with um, 36-33 blockbuster. Okay. I think the winners of this matchup is gonna be the audience because I'm I'm Team Nipslip. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. We haven't Nipple had one of those in too long. I think it's time. Okay. I think Rihanna will willingly do What's it. What's the prop bet okay. on the on the nip slip? Or <laughs> like, not? I think she's just gonna do it. Yeah. She's yeah, gonna yeah. come out with some Fenty nipless Fenty. Okay. Oh, yeah. And right. I am Savage. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get the brand. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually cheering for the. Um, I was a Dominic McNabb guy growing up, and I think okay. the green is a very lovely green. It is. And I'm very pro Jalen Hurts. Mm-hmm. Okay. You get your reasons. And I I guess I just hate Patrick Mahomes' brother on yeah, TikTok. Yeah. I can't he's, do it. I don't know if there is a more annoying person than his brother. Let me think. Like on Oliver. Bench Yeah. Yeah. He's the same level. Oh, wow. I think he's that level. I mean, he does less harm, but he's like the same level. But okay, here's my... (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to make a bet with you right now, Jim. Yeah. Um, I'm going to bet you um, whatever the current deal at Arby's is in this game. Okay. Whatever Uh, the current sandwich deal at Arby's is. Yeah, and we won't even know what it is at the time. No, no. Like Just like when we see each other post-Super Bowl, either you owe me the, the, the sandwich deal or I owe you the sandwich deal. Jake. Verified? Are we? I verified that okay. it, it happened. Thank you. We like Arby's. Hell yeah, we like Arby's. Sure, why not? I mean, I'm it's not great. crazy about it's Arby's. Great. But it's a this great restaurant. Like a fun bet. Okay. You don't like Arby's? No, it's kind my, of an anti, my friend like. Dwinell Roland, local rapper, yeah. would be a great Nordy's podcast. Yeah, he's a big Nordy's guy. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. No, he's cool. He's, um, he had a big. Uh, he did the the Timberwolves song. He did. He did the City one. Edition yep. song, which is really cool. I'm very proud of him. We I cried about it because oh, I was so proud of him. That's awesome. Um, he hates Arby's, so that's kind of etched in my mind that no one likes Arby's. Wow. So I, it's, it's Arby's takes a lot of, of of shit. I feel like their reputation is hardly above Burger Kings at this point. Arby's so is what everybody thinks Wendy's. I have. To, I can't react to that. I have no opinion. <laughs> I couldn't give lots of a <laughs> <laughs> I knew. I knew it was spicy. I recognize it as spicy, but I just. Yep. It's right in the trash. We're just gonna go with that take. <laughs> just let it ride out. All right, guys. It's time to move on to the NBA. Lots of crazy NBA it's, stories. Hell yeah, this time. week. First up, uh, some good news. Uh, you know, living here on Team LeBron. Sure. LeBron is going to break the all-time scoring record this Amazing. week, which is really cool. Um, I I think that this just enhances the Jordan LeBron debate. Like I love it so much. They are great for totally different reasons. Uh, Jordan, no one star ever burned as bright as Jordan's did, but no one's career was as long and consistent as LeBron's is is going to be. And I think like it's so hard to compare the two because they played such different careers. Like by this point in time, Jordan in LeBron's career, Jordan was already retired for the third time. Nuts. Right. <laughs> and LeBron is averaging like twenty five. Right. 
So yeah, it's crazy. They're, I mean, you're right. They're they're totally different. And it's sort of, you know, what did you prefer? Those moments of greatness. You know, he went six times. He won all six. Um, but LeBron has just been so good for so long. It's yeah. just insane. We take it for granted how good he, he is. He's dropping 40 at like, how old is he? 38? Yeah. He looks yeah. great out 38 there. 38 or 39. It's, it's insane. When I see that stat line, I like, hey, look at LeBron today. 38. I'm like, he's... That's his age. Yeah, right. Pe- yeah, people are like, man, LeBron fell off. And I'm like, yeah, now he's only like the sixth best player in the NBA. Yeah. Like, it's it's crazy. It, this is a great thing. This is like one of the great stats in sports, mm-hmm. I think. Like, I think this is one of the most important stats in all of sports. Kareem has held this title for uh, so long. And LeBron is going to pass it up. And the best thing is, most likely, he will do it against Kareem's old team on Kareem's other old team. The Bucks versus the Lakers, which is oh, you can't that's what you can't write it any better. And I, I'm just so <laughs> impressed with LeBron from like a lack of scandal standpoint. Like, oh, you signed some, you got some jerseys when you were in high school. He's he's the best. He's a testament to sports science and nutrition and keeping yeah. your body right. Like again, that that's, goes back to your point about the different games. Like Jordan, they didn't know that stuff when Mike was playing. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, he was partying i think you know like there's stories of him showing up drunk uh there's so many stories around a golf yeah like i i saw one where jeremy roenick the old um chicago blackhawks hockey player was like flyers come on well both he was like i went out golfing with michael on a game day and i bet big money against him and i won and he was like he smoked so many cigars and drank so many beers and i beat him and then he said double or nothing and he was like don't you have a game soon and he was like yep and then they played 18 more and jordan beat him they played 36 holes drank the whole entire time and he went right from the golf course to his game and then had a huge game it enhances the jordan legend <laughs> hearing all these stories all of them yeah. are He's crazy kind of a dirtbag but i i mean People, you know, that's him right they it, it's a nice contrast to LeBron, who you said is like yeah. same wife the whole time. Like mm-hmm. one family's got these kids that seem like they have their shit together. No murdered yeah. father. It's impressive, yeah. What's that? No murdered father. <laughs> right, because of gambling debts. Because of that. gambling debts that he incurred. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah. I mean, we don't. We can't even talk about the things that you know. If you want to compare, like Kobe, let's just let that yeah. let yeah. him rest. But like, he was not a perfect example either of of behavior, and LeBron just still is. It's amazing. It's crazy to be like, who do you like more, the party boy who still was like putting up numbers while drunk, or the guy who does the numbers and goes home and plays Madden as the Vikings and does like the cringiest dad <laughs> shit ever? It's like the two polar opposites. It yeah. is. It is. No, so I, congrats to him. Uh, if you crazy. had, if you guys had tickets. To uh, you know, say you're a Wisconsinite and you have tickets to this Bucks game. You've been excited about this game. Uh, do you sell these tickets and make eight times your money? I'm putting them up for. I'm putting them up for a disgusting amount. And if and they sell they thirty thousand, there's going to be courtside like courtside seats, seats if it's like what is it going to be like eight points or something like that when he gets there. Yeah, I mean he needs um, thirty six against the Thunder to get it first. So probably won't happen, it, but it'll right. probably split the he's going to choose if he wants to do. It. Yeah, like if he needs to win the game for them by getting the it, the record on his home court right there, he'll do it. But he knows that the other one is a TNT game, and <laughs> he loves a storyline. He loves. He's a smart dude. A couple more days of them being like, well, he's guaranteed to break it this game. Everyone tune in. I think the storyline's too juicy. I mean, who's to say, man? Because I could see LeBron like being in a tight game with the Thunder, and be like, "All right, it's it." I can see, yeah. you know, he's gonna go for like whatever. What he'll do you, decide. Thirty six. He'll decide what he wants. Yeah, he needs thirty six. Well said. I he'll like get that to thing. thirty and then you know sit himself. Be yeah. like, All right, I think I'm, I <laughs> yeah. think I'm done. For he'll the pass wow, the rest I of the game. It. All the fans will be cheering for it, and he'll be passing the rest of the game. Yep. All right. How about this bad behavior, John Morant? Uh, maybe in some <laughs> trouble. What's going on here? Yeah. So I mean, I guess to sum it up. 
Uh, he John Morant seems to think he's this kind of like tough guy. You know, he wants to have a posse with him. Um, and that's kind of been happening, right? Like a few games ago, his crew that he brought got ejected from the thing for, you know, yelling, starting fights, whatever it was. Uh, and then in at the Pacers, which is just a boring ass game and... <laughs> I don't know why you have to start beef with the Pacers, but he, uh, his crew was like in the parking garage yelling, start trying to fight security. And then as the Pacers all were getting onto their, their bus to leave, um, John Morant, which apparently he was in this, you know, blacked out SUV drove slowly by and pointed a red laser at different players and stuff, Mm -hmm. which I play call of duty. I mean, don't they put a laser on a, you know, the assumption is, it was a gun. Why else would you have a laser pointer? But yeah, you would, you, you can't really assume. You know, you don't know for sure, right? Exactly. <laughs> so uh, you know they're gonna NBA is investigating. Um, I'm guessing that those associates of his at least won't get to go to games anymore. But does anything come down on him? I don't know. Probably not because they can't prove anything. Yeah. But like, what are you doing, man? That it's unfortunate. I despise John Morant, obviously, as a, as a Timberwolves fan. Yeah, I can't handle too. the Grizzlies. Me but too. I want to see him go down on the court. I don't want to see him go down like this. Right. And it's a bummer to see, even though I despise John Morant, I do like watching him play against other teams because it's sick. I like his giant dunks. They're fun. And yeah. He's just a fun player to watch. Yeah. So I, I would really hate for this, you know, for those types of associations to to bring him down kind of in an off-the-court fashion. But you gotta, you got to wonder because, like, the way he, like, has been – conducting himself it's, it's like hard not worse to see and it. worse yeah. yeah just weird tweets getting it's in people's weird. faces so. it's cringy and weird and it's like it's try hard it's beta weird. it is yeah. it's, it's beta it's, behavior. It's when you know damn well you're a beta but you're still trying to pretend you can embrace you can be you can be an alpha from the beta position Ooh. it's called topping from the bottom <laughs> <laughs> let me write that down uh, <laughs> should i google that and get all right into it? great uh, videos <laughs> all right how about this guys Kyrie traded to the Mavs. I love this move for the Mavs. Yeah. No, I think it's, I it's think... a pretty good spot for everybody. I mean, so, I mean, obviously, it's hilarious that he, what I what I think what I said initially was he's he was one of the least predictable players, and now he's the most predictable player it, that he's going to do the stupid shit that you just sort of associate with him. He just does it every time. So he requests a trade. He says, hey, no matter what, whatever they give me, I'm not going to play another game for the Nets. It's not about the money. Okay, so he has to get traded, um, and I think the Mavs. It makes sense there. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's a really it's a league pass must must watch. Yes, if right. They, if if I'm scrolling through the app and I see like oh Mavs versus Knicks, like boom on Mavs versus Wizards, any shitty matchup, I'm in. Just, just watch the Mavs. Yeah, because Luca and Kyrie, like that's crazy, and it it makes sense to me given the Mavs situation of like you know the stagnation around the team, and are you wasting Lucas Prime even though he's like what. 24 right um but like the clock's ticking on when when he's gonna ask out so i'm excited to see what happens i think it's gonna end in flames or a title and that's very yeah. exciting that's very exciting to see a team go all in like that i think that my problem with it is is that they traded away a first two seconds and that's nothing two valuable players on their in their rotation when they could have just kept all of those things and just signed Jalen Brunson. And it That's, would have been like Jalen Brunson would have been like 85% of Kyrie. We don't talk about retrospect anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, in hindsight, letting Jalen... Did they let yeah. Jalen walk or was they it... They let a, him walk, yeah. Yeah, that's a tough look yeah. for Mark Cuban. And he's a nice player for the Knicks now. He's, he's averaging great. 23 a game, fringe all-star kind of guy. Yeah, I thought that signing was like kind of egregious. Like, whoa, you gave yeah. Jalen that much? And then, yeah. I, then I watched him play. I've been watching some Knicks. I'm like, oh boy. Like, yeah, he can ball. He can hoop. Yeah. King of New York, good for him. I think there that this go. move is, um, it's it's 
bad for the Nets. Like, I'm sorry, the guys they bring back, it's just Finney Smith and Din- Dinwiddie does nothing for me. The picks are all late. Um, you're, you're, the candle's burning fast now on Durant there. Uh, the Ben Simmons thing has been mostly a bust. Yeah. The Harden thing didn't work. The Kyrie thing didn't work. You literally blew up a team that was like promising and young to like bring in all these big name vets. And it. it they've just all been, it's been like, what it happened if you had three types of cancer in your body and then they all were fighting each other. <laughs> That's a magnificent uh, metaphor. My I, body's the locker room. Okay, I'm getting yeah, it. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, the yeah. cancers actually, instead of killing you, are just killing each yeah, other. Yeah, they're cancers. Yeah. So, yeah. wait, are you saying that you want to have multiple types of cancer? I think that biologically, be, yeah. that's not how it works. <laughs> um, but generally, I do like to see an attempted super team fail. Right. Because we not, can't do that here. We're not well, I mean, we're really trying. able to do that. We're trying. Well, yeah. I, think, I think the era of the super team is done. So, And I think the Nets got on it late. I think the Wolves. Yeah. But uh, I, I think it's fun to watch it implode. Despite the fact that I do want to see KD do it by himself, he's not. No, no, um, no. I, I lost my train of thought. I agree, I though. I, I agree with KD. the super team. I, I really didn't like any of those players. No, like, Harden no. bothered me. He was maybe the best of them. Um, is and it, I've is always... it the super team stink on it, on it, though? Yeah, I mean, dude, I, I root for a super team to fail. I hate the idea of it. It's a way too easy to assemble these, it feels like. If you're in the right market. Right, exactly. If yeah, you're in the right market, it's easy to, to do. Yeah. So. I mean, I think it's only good for the league that this failed. Actually. I think like what what the super team is now is it's like one of the five best players in the league, one of the top fifteen players in the league, and it's then tiered. and then like six to seven guys who can all play and they can like guard multiple positions and they can shoot. Once the Heat did the super team, there's no more super teams. Yeah. You had old Ray Allen accepting yeah. like a role player type position. So yeah. it was crazy. Can't do it better. So yeah, I, I think that um, all of this is just one of the great failures in sports history. I honestly think so. Uh, this this Nets this team, trade no or the this Nets? Nets team oh, yeah, is yeah, like yeah, one yeah. of the biggest failures ever. I don't. I think they won one playoff series. They, I think they won one. And then they had the one where KD's giant foot was on the line, and they lost yeah. in overtime to the Bucks. I remember last year, my wife was nine months pregnant, and we were watching the playoffs, just hoping for the water to yeah. to break. And I was, I remember like looking at the one, like whatever, the, were the Nets eight or seven last year? I think they were eight. I'm like, oh yeah, they're gonna slay the Giants, the Celtics, and they yeah. just they went oh, down they in four. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oops, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, it's Tragic. time to move on to the Timberwolves. Let's finally. go. So here All we right. go. It's time. And with the Timberwolves, no pants. Uh, the first thing I want to do is I want to hit you with ten questions. Okay. I'm okay, ready. Jim, do you want to participate too? Uh, no, I, I just want to hear him, and okay. if I have a you know a thought that I feel is groundbreaking, I may share. All I right. didn't adjust this microphone before recording, so I am just vibing right yeah. now. It's <laughs> really getting low. <laughs> All right, so ten questions. Um, Favorite bad center? My my thing was Nate Knight, but he's not a bad center. Uh, all time in all the candy, Wolves. all the candy. Okay. Oh, I'm gonna go Peck Pekovic. Okay, he was great. He was pretty good for like a year. The ankles year weren't so good. Yeah. All right. Um, best rivalry. Best the Grizzlies right now. Or no Timberwolves versus the national media. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that's brutal. That's, that's a one way rivalry. It is. But, uh, yeah. Um, it. Best jersey. Oh, shit. I love all of them, but my favorite, if I really had to hone it down, is last year's City Edition, the amalgamation of all those jerseys with the trees. It was, it's those, the best one. It was those are just cool. perfect. It was perfect. It was the. I wish that it was pretty much just their jerseys. I like the original blue with the, the Kelly green lettering. It's so clean. Those it's are so, so clean. cool. It is. It's magnificent. Um, worst coach. Uh, I hate Tom Thibodeau mm. so much because he <laughs> came in and coached like it was 2009 when it was 2018, and... 
I still trace back a lot of the team's problems to his reign as you know Popo dude. Like yeah. in the move, like you traded Jimmy for Dario Saric and Robert Covington and Matteo Spagnolo, who I think is a future league MVP. <laughs> That's the whatever that was talking. There you go. Yeah. Uh, like what a what a like we got Rudy for five, but we traded Jimmy for two role players in the second. Like yeah. damn, uh, we yep. were still paying for that, and like that was, that move Levine. So Tom Thibodeau, unbelievable. All right, um, most heartbreaking injury. Oh boy, most heartbreaking injury. Ricky Rubio. It has to because it was on a moving pick. Yeah. Uh sorry, Kobe. I think uh I think it's Malik Seeley. I mean <laughs> which is more heartbreaking. <laughs> yeah. You're right. Hey, you didn't say on or off the that's court. True, that's I mean, true. I think the Malik I, I think I think that the thing is with, with Yo, <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't even yeah, I mean, it wasn't me. a joke. I'm all for grim humor, like holy shit. <laughs> it's the worst injury. <laughs> it is tough. Okay, I think that uh, the Rubio one is, like, I know you're a huge Ricky fan. Yeah, that's my guy. Okay, and, like, I'm just so-so on Ricky. Why? Because like, he was pretty disappointing. Because you can't grow your hair like this? Why was his? he disappointing? I mean, he was, like, for what we thought he was going to be, he was just, like, fine. And, but the problem is, is, like, the year that it all clicked. When, like, he's he's playing and then J.J. Barea comes in and it's about the same level. J.J. Uh, Barea was a spark plug. I what, like J.J. Okay, so, so, Jose Ricky, Juan is yeah, my boy. On, on, on. So, Ricky is short of the superstar we had all heard we heard he was pistol pete you know mm-hmm. and he comes onto the team he's pretty disappointing and then it all starts to click and then suddenly you're like he's a star like mm-hmm. he's here he's arrived he's shooting the ball better him and love were absolutely electric that year yep. and then like right at the height and of michael his, beasley don't yeah don't and then right that. at the height of his powers he blows out his knee and it was like that was like his best season, and then we just never quite got back to those heights again. Yeah. And so to me, that injury actually really hurts because it was like what could have been with mm-hmm. that that That's team true. that they thought that they had, and then it all got just ripped away. They had some soul. Yeah. It was, it was like kind of a Sacramento Kings this year esque. Yeah. It's like, you know, a fun team tries hard. A lot of maybe no stars, but people that like just worked hard on the court. Yeah. And so it really it did blow. I was at that game. Oh. Tore my heart out. All right. What about most underrated wolf? Michael Beasley. Wow. Okay. Big Beasley. I saw you like you were looking to get him back on the team now. Bro, I'm I'm I've always been a Beasley stan. Uh there was once so back in the day when the Wolves were very, 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 very bad, um, we would go to the Timberwolves army and we would be Thank you, Jim, as we're trying to adjust the microphone quietly off recording. So when the Timberwolves were very bad, we were at Timberwolves Army. We got free tickets in college, lower level, section 121. And we wear shirts that say Darko Boys on them, D-A-R-K-O. And we'd go, go. let's go Darko, yeah. And we go to the tunnels after every game to high-five Darko. And Michael Beasley had a rough game, but Bees was my guy. So he's like looking kind of down, wasn't high-fiving anybody. And they go, hey, don't worry, Bees. You got the next game, bro. You told it you're going to bounce back. He goes, thanks, bro. Gives me the hardest high-five I've ever received. (laughs) Just fucking like... <laughs> so ever since then, I'm like, I got to buy the jersey. I got to, I got to support. Yeah. Him. Um, I don't I know. If I, I don't know if I really believe that, but I don't know if my brain believes that, but my heart does. That Beasley is the most. Okay. okay. I think he still has a lot to offer. All right. Most overrated. Mm, none of them. You can't be an overweighted, overrated uh, Timberwolf. Once you're a wolf. I'm trying to yeah. think of who I think it is. I think I'd probably say Zerbiak. Not that mm-hmm. he he wasn't good, but he was like good for not even a lot of his career. Yeah, for like us. he had like two seasons. And the Planters fasciitis. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. victim shaming. And didn't yeah. didn't you're problematic? Didn't KG <laughs> didn't KG knock <laughs> him out too? Spot. No, that was Rick Rickard. Oh, <laughs> that he knocked he's, out. Yeah, the, well, he punched him. Yeah, punched him like in the shower. Well, let me try to think about an overrated Wolf Walmart. Can you you could just do somebody that you don't like, like Jimmy Butler. He wasn't overrated though. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I I think it's a possibility that Timberwolves would be overrated because once you get here, like the 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 franchise stigma hits you, and then you kind of become underrated. <laughs> right. So that's true. Naturally underrated. Okay, how about this favorite famous Timberwolves fan? Jordan Die, my guy. Yeah, what's up with Jordan Die? So he's got cool hair. He's got this cool is what hair. I know about him. Okay. Yeah. He's got cool hair. Yeah. He's got courtside seats. Mm-hmm. Um. He stands and and gets some love and some attention. Yes. And he fights with John Morant, which was cool. Yes. And he's got a clothing company. He does. It's tattooed on. And somehow you get fucking invited to these <laughs> courtside seats. So tell me what else you got about this. So guy. Jordan Dye and I, we went to college together, and we would take night classes, and we. Had a lot of mutual friends or whatever. And we we're both named Jordan. And uh, so he was starting his clothing company. It was started. And I was starting like my my DJing production radio career. We kind of bonded over like that entrepreneurial spirit. And we just hit it off ever since. And I get to go to the games now. And I really appreciate him for inviting <laughs> me so many times. But yeah, that's my guy. And uh, every, like I love to see like after like he posted the video, like the courtside mic'd up thing, which was just inviting trouble. I can't believe he did it. But uh <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, that, that guy's a douchebag. He's honestly like the nicest fucking guy. Like he's like very kind and yeah. caring and like will remember stuff. So it, uh, okay, George was say nice stuff about his friend, but it's nice to see like a guy like that, like loud and obnoxious, still be like a Minnesotan. Yeah. Do you heart. know what our official pod answer is? Yeah. What is it? Craig Kilborn. Craig Kilborn. Friend, Kilby. Friend of the pod. Did the pod. Oh, we love him. Nice that's guy. Right. I, I forgot that Craig he was on the pod. He did the pod before he he like did the podcast and then he was like, I still got it. I think and he then thought, he started yeah. launching, like he started doing his book. He's got his own podcast. He started doing like the rounds. I yeah. think that he warmed up with us. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he hadn't done like, anything in a long time. a little bit here. Came out of retirement. That, was that two or three years ago? It was it longer three, than that? Three probably. Yeah. Came out of retirement. Time talk, flies when talked a lot pod, of wolves. You know? mm-hmm. Oh yeah, was, he was funny. Told oh, stories. Yeah. Actually explained on our podcast why he left the Late Show or the Late Late Show, and he's never told that story before. You so we got the scoops, dude. We got the scoops, baby. Yeah, it was nice. It was great. All right, uh, how about this one? Least favorite national journalist for their wolves takes. All of them. You got to give mm. me one though that you mm. just can't stand. I can't stand Bill Simmons, dude. Do you like Bill Simmons outside of the generally? Wolf takes? Like I, I never you found him to be. To, I never the... found him like abrasive. Yeah, I think his movie takes are kind of like, oh, yeah, this is you can tell it's like a fifty-year-old guy. Yeah, I, I never hated it, but like just like the whole D'Angelo Russell slander. Like he had a normal bad game versus the Kings on Monday. That it was... reminded me of the worst game in NBA history. Yeah. Like holy that, shit, what are you was, talking about? That was crazy. He was yeah, posting. He was four for sixteen, which was bad. Bad, but he then had a he bad like, day, uh-huh. but it was distant from the worst game ever. Yes. And he was posing it next to like over 14, yeah. 0.0 rebounds. And like, I was like, come on, that's Bill, a bit of a stretch. My crunch wears no pants. Go host Brandon said that, uh, he was like, it's kind of like saying Jason Tatum scored 26 on, you know, efficient shooting. He said, that reminds me when Will Chamberlain scored 100 points. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not that far off. So yeah, it's just no. nuts. The, just the amount of. I do feel like yeah. with Bill Simmons, though, he wants the Wolves to succeed, but he's just never shocked. He is always like, yep, I, I think they he doesn't. I think he again. wants them to lose because, because he tried to, he tried to be the GM. Yeah. I forgot about and that. And that was my favorite. That he was, was like, seriously, like, I want to be the GM. And I think he would have been great. I told you, yeah, I think I told you last time that you were on that he, every week on his podcast would be like, I want to be the GM of the Wolves. So then I started emailing the Wolves being like, you never told me this. I'm like, I am a poor college kid. If you hire Bill Simmons to be the GM, I will buy a five game pack 
and two Timberwolves jerseys. That's a great deal for them. <laughs> and I kept doing that. I the kept, ROAS on that's nuts. I kept, got a response. I kept emailing them, and then I got a response from them. What'd they say? They were snarky as fuck. Really? Made me not like the Wolves for a while. Oh. They were like, they were like, we love your passion for a comedian like Bill Simmons, but the Timberwolves are more serious than that, and we think you will love our move. And then they they got uh, Khan. I can't believe it's David Khan. <laughs> and they fucking wrote me an email like being snarky about it. I kind of respect that a little <laughs> bit, but uh, I, I do wish. I mean, Bill Simmons over David Khan yes. is the obvious move. Yes, it would have been great. So, uh, had it been a little bit later in Bill Simmons' career, I think they would have done it. I think so too. He was still too scrappy, upstart, Grantland.com, yeah. irreverent pop yeah. culture, sports culture Which type was a- dude. Beautiful moment. Beautiful. It was, it was exciting. Grand that was his. Was that was the best of Bill Simmons. Yeah, that really was. But yeah, he hates the wolves. Rosillo. I actually don't like Ryan Rosillo. Actually, I changed my mind. It is Rosillo. I don't like him at all. Like he's such a douchebag. Yeah, he is. Just kind of a cranky take. He's guy. pretentious. Yeah, precisely. Precisely. He's just, yeah. Every take is like he he's on with all of these like really like popular famous journalists that like have huge national followings uh-huh. and then he just kind of like shits on them and like like mocks all of their takes and i'm like who the fuck does this guy think he is he got fired from espn like get out of here yeah i don't, I, just, I also don't respect his voice yeah <laughs> as, as a former radio personality i'm very passionate about voices and i think his voice is just that of a douchebag so. <laughs> i think so too all right how about this favorite moment favorite moment it's gotta be the playing game dude that like so that just good. it was so earned and it means so much. And I love the discourse that it incited. Mm-hmm. Like, it's cool for, it's cool. Sports are fun and it's cool to celebrate sports moments, whether it be just, you know, making the playoffs. Or, you don't need to win a ring to have fun. And mm-hmm. to see the fans and the players have that kind of like that moment was very cool. Um, I, I can't rip on Pat Bev um, celebrating like that and crying because I wasn't even in the building and I was crying. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's up there. That's up there for My me. favorite moment was. T HUD 45 KG 41 in the playoff game. Just nuts. We pop in bottles. Hey, the two of them both over. I think T HUD is the weirdest Timberwolf of all time because for like a very, very, very short period of time, he was was a star player, but that was the course of a season. Yeah. It was like yeah, part of one season. He was a superstar. He was the original insanity. Yeah, he was insanity. <laughs> Hud sanity. Wow. You're right. You're right. Yep. You guys need to do like a feature on that. I think we do. We uh-huh. Can we have you on for it? Yeah, because you're very passionate about it. Yeah, T Hud cool. was so electric. He put up 45. I think it was against the Lakers in the playoffs. And he was willing us to victory. He did. It was crazy. And then we never got that the next year. I think no. he got like a big contract, and he was just worried about making music. Yeah. Um. Yes, yeah, so that would be my personal favorite moment. I'm gonna hone in on my favorite moment. It was on with. In the playing game, it was the moment where D'Lo hits the pull-up three, his classic pull-up three to go ahead, and then the next possession is the big ant dunk. And then from that yeah. moment, we were up like 97, 94. I'm like, oh, yes. This is it. Yeah. This is like, happening. We won. Pat Bev's playing his former team, so that was fun. All right, so you guys... I just got goosebumps thinking about that shit. <laughs> Are you done with questions? <laughs> yeah. I got one more. Yeah, uh, up, Off the cuff. Yes, um, sir. Best Wolves Selly, and who owned it? Best and I know the answer Sully? already. I'll just say I'll do one of these. And why is it Sam Cassell's it's not giant Sam, balls? No, because that cost the us giant the, balls. That cost us the Larry O'Brien, dude. <laughs> you can't like that dance because it cost I us the ship. I love it. I love it. Oh man, that's Eric's funny. Checking though. the clock because we're going long. No, no, no. I was checking your tw- top twenty-five ranking. Oh yes, oh, yes, 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 yes. We're yes. at uh, forty-four. So I, uh, I, yeah, yeah. I do we'll want to talk about your guys' top top two. 68 or top 285 so at crunch wears no pants at no pants on twitter and instagram and tiktok whenever i post on tiktok um we 
found an algorithm to rank all 285 members in Wolves history that played at least one game. Mm-hmm. And the algorithm was just adding up points, steals, assists, and blocks. Not the most official way to find it, but the best way to quantify. Good way to start. Yeah, it's a, it's a starting block. So when you cut it, when you cut away and you you degrade our list now, I don't have much bad to say. I think okay. it's really good. But that's I mean, there's a few people that were done. just not well placed in my opinion, but right, I thought almost on. all of it was great. That's the methodology, and then we kind of we kind of finesse from there. But yeah, let's go. Let's I think Marbury's too low. What was Marbury? Uh, Twenty three. He only played for like three seasons, though. Yeah, but then like a lot of these guys only played for like three seasons, and that was my my biggest complaint. Is is Shabazz Muhammad ahead no, of him? No. Okay, <laughs> but you have like Isaiah Ryder, Pooh Richardson, uh, Anthony Peeler, um, some of those Tony Campbell. All these guys are like three, four year guys mm-hmm. that kind of burn bright. I thought Marbury was like when I think of like the er, the first time that the Wolves were were a big deal, it was Garnett Marbury. It just didn't last very long. Yeah, and, um, and that's and that's also think about how the games changed and how scoring has become so much more optimized and efficient, where it's like dunks and threes. Uh, so like modern players uh, just thrive in that. And we were joking, like given the way Luka Garza plays, he's probably like skyrocketed fifty positions since we did this list, just yeah, given no. the nature of the algorithm that we did, <laughs> and just modern basketball. I I didn't understand. I didn't realize that Tony Campbell was so good for a short period of time. I did we not too, realize that like, we were too young. So that makes yeah. you yeah, that makes yeah. you feel. Um, I would say Edwards and Al Jefferson were mm-hmm. the two guys I thought needed to be higher on the list. Mm-hmm. Um, Edwards, I think, by the end of next year, um, will be firmly in the top four. The entity of Crunch Wears No Pants agrees that he... Was yeah. he right now, like 10? He's 11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's going to be top seven for sure. And that's, then that's, that's fair. The only other ones that I thought were wild were uh, Sam Mitchell. Uh-huh. I know, I know why. He was there forever. Mm-hmm. He's a role player coach for, for most bit. of his career. But the coaching coach, is a big, great yeah. coach. You should boost him. And then the other one was Sam yes. Cassell. Yep. Sam Cassell had one elite year for us and then one average year. And then that was it. Yeah, here's the deal with that. I'll so, never forget. So he looks like an alien. He looks like an alien. I love that. Uh, again, co-host Brandon took the lead on this, and he's a huge anti-Delo guy, very pro-Sam Cassell guy. So oh, I just, okay. Yeah, so okay. that explains There's, There's always bias. Really bias in there, yeah. yeah. Um, I did love your top four, even though I hate Wally Zerbiak. He was the right pick currently for four until Ant takes that spot next year. Kevin Love at three is obvious. Carl Towns at two, and Garnett, obviously. Yeah, the one, KKK. So. You got to yeah. rock with it. There yeah. you go. <laughs> Let's just isolate yeah, that. Love something. that. <laughs> love that. Are you turning our pod into the alt right? Yes. I'm, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. If you guys didn't know, Crunch Wars No Pants is the premier alt right pod of Wolves Twitter, and I'm bringing it to Nordy's pod as well. All right. Um, so, never mind. We are, <laughs> we're days away, and, and some people will be listening to this on trade deadline day. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, a lot of talk about who could be on the move. Mm hmm. I think at this point, Nas Reed is is the first one out the door. It depends on the cat injury prognosis. Mm. I I could see them just letting it letting it expire on walk, um, just because you need uh, him. It to, would bum me out would, if they did, because I do think his value his value sky high. has never been higher. Never been higher. I He's, think he could fetch you a really nice piece at this point. If I mean, I feel like they would if they if that was on the table, they would get it. But we'll see how like the last couple days before the deadline hits. It's Nas for Bones plus, right? It's got to be Bones plus. Um, Nuggets fans are delusional. They're like, oh yeah, Nas, and you know maybe Jaden for Bones. Like, like Nuggets fans think they can get Jaden after like the game yesterday. Yeah. Nuts. <laughs> uh, I think he. I think 
Nas is gone. And I just think like when he's going to look at this team, he sees a lot of size in front of him. Mm-hmm, he exactly. sees a, a Rudy contract that's going to be really hard to move. We got, we have $90 million of centers in front of him. Yeah. And if Nas gets traded, that doesn't mean we have to root against Nas or like miss him. We can cheer for Nas yeah, on another he team. He may be back someday. He may be he's he's a retire wolf, number 11 from the from the I, I love Nas. And it's been fun to watch him like get better and better to show these glimpses and then be like, oh, actually, he's doing it consistently now. He's legit, very good. I, I like Nas. His value has never been higher. He's really helped us out. I think mm-hmm. you could go move him for a really nice piece. Um, Noel, I think, is going to be gone yeah, I hope as so. well. Oh, you I'm don't fine. like the Yeah, I fell off on... I fell off. I, I really, hasn't really progressed like everybody else has. I don't remember the, who said it on your show, but mm-hmm. they said... Um, Noel gets the ball and then he dribbles. That was our guest Chilanga. Gosh, that was a good NBA take. Show. It was yeah, such a good take. He's a smart guy. Yeah. yeah. And I agree. I think that's what it happens. It's just the ball is getting stuck to his hand right now. He's not moving anything. It's suddenly it's kind of become about like getting himself a contract, it feels like. I mean, he is a high, you know, he is a he's a high volume person, spark plug off the bench. So I don't I don't mind when he does that when he's when it's falling, it's great. But when it's not falling, it's like, oh, you're, you're a massive liability. But yeah. if D'Lo is not going to take that, you know, off the bench, lead the second unit type role, which I think he could thrive at, where we can get right. points off the bench quick, yeah. then it has to be Noah. Yeah. Um, and if it's not falling, it's falling, I think that's a better bone. Frankly. Yeah. I think that um, originally they, the trade was going to be Nas for bones. And now Nas is doing so well that I think the Wolves are kind of like, you're gonna have to throw in more at this point. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, uh, D'Lo, I'm I'm very anti-D'Lo. I'm very pro for the rest of his career. Keep him here. I I really I, I'm anti as well. I don't know how Why? I don't know how we re-sign him. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know how he fits into the plan. I guess is my biggest problem with him. Like don't get me wrong, he's a really nice player, and he on his best games he's pretty unstoppable as a scorer. But you are gonna have four max players. Plus McDaniel's, who's going to have a huge contract, if not a max contract as well. Yep. There is some odd people out in this. Like some people have to go, and I just think he's the obvious piece, especially with an expiring deal here. Um, I think you could move him for some serious, like depth pieces. You could recover some of the assets maybe you lost in the Gobert trade. Mm-hmm. Um, I know it's hard though because like when the Wolves look good. He looks. He great. looks good. Yeah, he and looks it, unstoppable. And like, like he and might. He does take games into his hands and win yeah. those games for us. He does. Like you he can, also you can count. He does. Exactly. When he does shoot, uh, you know, one of the most historically bad games, four of sixteen. <laughs> well, we probably lose that game because he's. Those are mostly threes, and those are hard to rebound. Those are 50-50 rebound balls, yeah. right? So it's like, dude, you just cause how many turnovers for us? We just don't win those games when he's off, and he'll go. We forget about. The three months where he's just off, for, or two, call it two. It's like, always it's October, November every there year. There it is, right? And it's like, damn, we lost a lot of games in there, you know. And so when he's awesome, it's fun. But I, I get it. But there's nothing like D'Lo. It's fucking five Cooking. threes in a row, like in people's. You can't defend it. Um, but to, to be more rational, I think. I, so you don't get that. You don't get that that money back because we're over the cap and the, yeah. the go bear salary takes up that spot. Yeah. So it's really the salary is only a problem for next season. So yeah. Because then then we can you know we have the bird rights on Jaden Anthony. We can go back over. Yeah. The cap and it's fine. Mm-hmm. So I would love it if like the Clippers are interested. I would love Kennard and Cat because that's just a bombs away. Nuts. What about what about Kennard, mm-hmm. Terrence Mann, and picks? If 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 they can if we get Kennard and man and picks you have to do it because because that was the offer that they just offered for Kyrie 
Yes. So if they're desperate for that kind of player, Kyrie's obviously better than Russell, but Russell's younger and less of a liability. Yeah, dude, D'Lo's 26. Man, yeah. man, canard, and picks. And I think I'm Maybe pretty like, interested. Like a Rocco. I don't know. If, I don't know if Rocco still got it, but I think it does a lot I for like, love, having I an adult having in the room. Rocco in this. <laughs> yeah, he, he play, plays defense the whole game. He kind of reminds. He's, he's cat's friend. To like, I think he vibes. might just be. I think he might just be a filler. A worse player of the same type of as uh, slow mo. Like he's hmm. like the same kind of like guy who can kind of do it all. I feel like his bones are just bone on bone, no cartilage at this point. <laughs> but again, I think the, the cat friendship's a big thing. Adult in the room's a big thing. Yeah. I think he can instill some kind of like an Austin Rivers esque presence, except Austin can still play type yeah. sitch. Um, and Austin apparently thinks he's tough as well. So that's Dory. I love it. I love it. You are you guys anti Austin Rivers? No. No, he's been better than I thought he was going to be, actually. He's been phenomenal. He's played pretty well. And like it's I funny because like he was so out of the rotation to start, and now he's pretty firmly he's in it. Integral. Just like yeah, again, he's I, important now. Minnesotans will love a dude that try hard like can try hard and like shows up on D. I just want you to know. Quotes. I just want you to know. I like you guys cover uh, the wolves so well on your show. Like it's really good. But I was I was kind of upset when they didn't get the tenth pick to the to the uh, Pelicans. Oh yeah, no. I was dude. like, where are we at here? They were like guessing crazy stuff. You know, I but I <laughs> I'm I, I I I'm horrible at those at the, at the random wolf of the week. I was like, yes. Out. I was like Austin Rivers, and then everyone was like guessing crazy my stuff. My first my first clue for a random wolf of the week, which is when my co-host guessed random wolf, was he is a Christian, which yeah. is like a lot of the NBA. <laughs> <laughs> So not Shabazz Muhammad. Yeah, That's yeah, like yeah. Then Shabazz is out. Kyrie's out. <laughs> right. Yes. All right. Um, what do you got? What do you got? Is there any other players you'd like to target in this? Anything you're looking to get back? Are you are you more worried about picks and kind of restocking the cupboards? Or are you more worried I'm not, about? I'm not worried about picks now. because it's like a it's a crapshoot. Yeah. They're going to be they're going to be in the 20s. We're making the playoffs. Everyone take a breath. Yeah. yeah. No, oh, yeah. we're going to so. be in there. I firmly believe so. Um, so the picks. When I see, you know, when I see that we have Gobert for the next four years, and like it's starting to come together, like Rudy's starting to play, and it's starting yeah. to be very good. So yeah. like I can see how he gave away the five hurts, but like two are Jaden. So yeah, it's and, only like and, three. Right. And yes, I think the only thing that really hurts in the trade to me is is uh, Walker Kessler. That's the only thing, and you have to give up something to get something. I don't really care about the rest of the trade, the firsts and the players. I don't really care about anyone else. It's just the Walker Kessler. piece. The first is, ten games of the season kind of hurt to see Utah yeah. come out screaming. Like yeah, that. but you're you're precisely right. Not to cut you off. Sorry, keep going. I just I just think that that part was painful, and now mm-hmm. I'm kind of like every move that I have in mind is like how do we maximize our time with Ant? Yeah, it's like all I think about. I do want more more people on Ant's timeline, which is why it's like, oh, we should we trade deal for Kyrie? I'm like, no, Kyrie's the last guy I want next. Yeah, everyone is saying we should trade for uh, Kyle Lowry. Same thing. Yeah. Horrendous. I'm like, why? I don't want Kyle Lowry. He's washed up and old. Yeah, and he kind of has like some of that Jimmy Butler stink on him. So yeah. I'm, not, I'm not rocking with it. But uh, think about if if we didn't do the trade and we had Walker Kessler and Cat and Vandal and mm-hmm. Leak, and then Cat goes down, is Walker Kessler going to step up and do what Rudy did? Maybe. Probably but I don't not. Think, I don't think like I don't think we're in the same position as we are. Like I think things are coming together. Yeah. And there's a lot of things to be positive about, especially since 2023. What are we like 12 and five? Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Cooking. We still we're still a young team, relatively new coach we will drop some of those games once we start winning those games because i think we can really beat anybody i mean we've we can had lose anybody exactly yeah that's why we're 500 which is so <laughs> so of all the teams in the west i'm only scared of the warriors because 
you're, you got to be scared of the Warriors. Yeah. I know Steph's injured. He's going to come back. It's going to be crazy. And Wiggins' revenge game. Wiggins is LeBron. We beat him when he was playing. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think the Suns are going to figure it out. Um, Nuggets? You worried about the Nuggets at all? No. Nuggets, no, they'll blow it in the enough. second round. I'm more figure. worried about Jamal Murray. That's the, that's the ringer X factor. I think I think Rudy and Cat could hold it. Cat kind of does good stuff against Jokic. I know. Yeah. I know they do. So I think yeah, Jokic struggles fun. against like the top scoring big men. I mean, as you saw what yeah. Joel Embiid did to him the other night. I love it. So I, I think like... And Clippers also scare me. I, I, think, they could be I think like you're just in a place right now where... Um, it's difficult with how close the standings in the West are and how average all the teams sick, are. It is Everyone's fun average. You could win like you can have a good week and jump like. Th- yeah, sorry, everyone. No, you're good. Everyone's so average in the West that I think it's just hard. Like I can imagine how the Wolves feel right now, and it's pretty conflicted because they're like, we don't have cat. We might not have cat. If we don't have cat, we can't go for it this season because it just isn't the authentic you the Anthony Edwards coattails you ride with D'Lo you, say, you can, hey, but, you can but, but like you're you're gonna go to the playoffs but you probably without Cat you're not a contender I don't think and mm-hmm. so I can see why they would say it might be unpopular we need to get what we can for some of these pieces right now and, and build towards what's where Ant is and I that's understand that I actually kind of think that's what they should do but I also can see that they're like, oh, we won today, and now we're in fourth. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like I could see them being like, we're right in the middle of this. Like, we can't just burn it down right now. And so I think they probably are feeling so conflicted. So I think you're going to get a Nas Reed trade. Yep. And I think you're going to get either a D'Lo or a Noel trade. I think I think we should just ride out with D'Lo and just see what happens next year. You could sign of, and trade him in the summer too. I think that's what they're going to bank on. Yeah, I think like the the growth of point and which was something he was not comfortable with last season. Yeah. like running the offense. Now he now he's, now he is comfortable with it, and mm-hmm. people are encouraging it. Austin yeah. Rivers is encouraging him to call his own number or love to, that to make the offense happen. So it's a lot of exciting things and progress isn't linear. So next year, next season, if we do lose D'Lo and we, we don't get a sign trade, it could be a step back. But again, we still have Gobert for two more years at that point. Yeah. Jaden, Jaden and Ant are one year better. Cats ideally healthy and they figure out the dynamic of everything with D'Lo maybe gone. It kind of makes the, the, the hierarchy make more sense. A lot of cool stuff is happening with this team. So I agree. So, we are going to move on to our last piece here, and that's the direction of the Wolves. Like, Hell, where do we go yeah. next? And so, to me, I am on. I'm actually on uh, like a I'm like a card holding member of the Trade Towns team. Sad. And I I'm ride or die with Ant and, and Jaden. Cat's only 26 though. Oh, I know. I get and it. He plays perfect next to Anthony Edwards. I just think that. There just is too much like smoke with with Cat, and I think Cat mm, is. Go- stuff. I think Cat is going to want to go, and I think he wants to go to New York. That is so counter to what he's always said. I mean, he mm. he knows he's how to play the says, game. No, he doesn't. He's horrendous in the media. <laughs> he so, has four different voices. So, I, but the only consistent thing is how much he loves Minnesota and how much he doubles down on this franchise. So, so what there I think go. is like the the piece that I really find myself wanting, and I think this trade just makes too much sense for everyone. I'm into it. It's it's. Cat to the Suns. Okay. He gets to play with his buddy. The Suns have to go all in uh-huh. because their window is closing really fast. It's alarming. Yes. And we go get, um, gosh, what's Bridges. the, yeah, Mikel Bridges and just an absolute boatload of first. Bridges is 26. He's the ideal 3 and D partner to play opposite or play next to Ant and Jaden, you're suddenly like building a Boston Celtics type of team where you have ball handlers and versatile defenders everywhere. You have shooting all over the place. So where's this all coming from? Just from just the nature of the team and the roster makeup? Yeah. Like I just want like versatile players at this point. I you're stuck with Gobert. 
And so I think like your your main building blocks in this team, Ant is your main guy. Yep. And then it's Gobert, Jaden, and Bridges. You refill all the first round picks that you lost, so you can go right back and make your moves for whatever other whatever other pieces you want that fit in perfectly. And yeah. we build on Ant's timeline, mm-hmm. and we say you're our max guy. You're the guy here. You're if we're going to a title, you're going to be the guy who takes us there. And you kind of just rebuild the team. That's what I would want to do. I, I see the validity of it and I don't, I'm not going to, I'm not going to press you for holding that position because it makes a lot of sense. Um, I would implore you to remember that cat is also still very young. Yes. I would implore you that cat is totally okay. Taking the bad seat much to leave the team chagrin. Sometimes he wants to be a good teammate. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I'm like, Hey cat, you got to shoot more dude. Like stop passing it. Mm-hmm. Like you're the guy. But now that Anthony Edwards can be that guy in a guards league. Yeah. I think if there was a sit down, it's like, Hey, this works better when Anthony's the number one. Yeah. We can lessen your offensive fouls by parking you in the corner sometimes. And you're still going to have your 30, 40 point outbursts. I think cat would be amicable to be, to be that. And then mm. to, to, to be that person on the team. And the retort is, well, we just signed to a supermax contract. My retort to your retort would be, Holy shit. This guy, this promising young man quintuple down on this franchise that he had no reason to stay with. And, that $58 million is a thank you for staying with us. And here is, and the thank you is also Anthony Edwards. So here you go, Kat. Dude, and this is, is the second best guy in the team. He can be, a, he deserves a super max for that. It's like, super weird he, to be like, he's the second best guy on the team, but also the second best Timberwolf in history. Yeah. <laughs> the list, they, the, the list showed you how, right where, where we were. Yeah. For you a think long it'd time. be winning titles uh, every other year at this point? I, I think that I don't mind Cat. I just think that like, He's a very movable asset, and it's enticing because he and is. And he is better he is than. Amazing. Let's be straight. I mean, he's better than Ant right now. Oh, he he shoots better. Yeah, he does a little bit more. Ant, he has Ant blocks. plays exactly. I know that Ant plays, and in the last what does that mean? Three weeks. Towns weeks, always injured. Towns sits a lot. Does he? I, mean, I think being injured is like a problem. Like, and big guys who get injured with like leg injuries, yeah, is scary. Well, this is his first leg injury. It's been a lot of risk. I, I yeah. do think that like. I think the reason that we're going to move towns mostly is because guys control where they want to play. And I think that there's going to be a lack of big, 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 big names on the market this summer. Mm -hmm. And I think towns is going to see that he could be the piece of the whole summer. He could be the prize of the whole thing. And I think that you're going to get a bidding war with like 10 teams who all want towns and you're going to get some sick stuff back. I mean, can you imagine cat goes to the Knicks and then like, People realize, oh man, Cat's doing these incredible things, but the stats are identical. I'm just, yeah. if he goes right. to the big market, the the narrative's gonna switch on a <laughs> dime. Okay, okay, okay. Would, would you do? You saw, would you right? do this? Cat for two firsts, like Cat and a player on our team. I can't think of who, but someone bench Filler, piece yeah. for like uh, two firsts and R.J. Barrett and um, what's the, what's Qu- the quickly Rand- Randall. Randall? Yeah. Julius Randall. I don't, I don't like his game. Randall uh, or quickly. Either way. I like Randall as a father. I think he's a great father. I've seen the videos <laughs> on Instagram. Looks like a great dad. You know, and RJ and Barrett. Who, and Barrett's like 22 years old still. I've spent and, too much time defending Cat and putting, you know, so I can't, <laughs> unless it's like an actual rumor, yeah. I can't tell you how I feel about okay, it. Okay, okay. Fair too, enough. I'm too far down. Again, when a guy, as in the Minnesotan in me, when all rational sports takes go out the window, it's all emotion at this point. When I see a guy re-sign a big contract immediately this time when it took him to the last day, like the last time he signed a contract, mm-hmm. he'd be like, oh, I'm going to stay here. Like two extensions. I'm like, okay, this guy's actually showing love to the state where we don't get that. We don't get that type of loyalty. That's so I just, I, I, 
It's not a good point. It's just it's no. it's an emotional point. But I, I go, that's real one behavior. As weird and performative as Carl can be sometimes, there's a part of like, oh shit, like he kind of is a real one and I respect it and I want I want to see it happen. I want that narrative. So I can't even entertain that. Okay. So I, do I want it? I have no fucking idea. Okay. <laughs> Fair. All right. And then and then obviously it looks like our big building blocks are Ant and Jaden. Jaden, I love like, like no matter Ant. what, no matter what rumors there are, no matter who could move. It seems like those two guys mm-hmm. are like pretty firmly untradeable. Maybe the most untradeable guys on the team. I mean, we saw it with the Rudy. Like two more yeah. picks for Jaden, I would do. Like, and right. I think Jaden is like defensive player of the year kind of guy. Did you see that graph that NBA University put out today? Yeah. Where yeah. Jaden's in the far right corner yeah. of like by himself. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. But and he's not going to get it because the national media doesn't watch the Wolves, and it's fine. He's gonna. He's not going to finish in the top if he can five. Do this all of but if he year, played then, for, then he if he played for Boston, you know what? Yeah, you're right. He'd lead every Simmons podcast with talking about he'd be comparing him to Marcus Smart yeah 10 seconds ago I said it's fine <laughs> it's not actually it's fine not, it's, it's not fine because it, it impacts his earning potential this is a man's bag and, it, and that impacts yeah, our ability to retain them retain them and bring players in yes it's like like Ant should be really happy with where he is and what we've done to build him up and the, the platform we've put him on but playing in Minnesota keeps him out of the all-star game which keeps him from making more money and having more opportunities mm-hmm. which is going to make him more likely in the future to demand a trade to go to Chicago or it's a LA or something mm-hmm. and it just it just sucks because it's like the fans here you know are deeply passionate about these players but nationally we have to pretend like they're not that good and they're not we but the, the national the media royal we. just yeah, just pretends like oh the wolves who cares they're just bad why would you yeah. even watch them and then they're like what a story coming out of utah let's break down utah's bench i'm like fuck you they're like sacramento well, kings so let's talk about the kings light the beam and i'm like come on like we gotta, light, we gotta light the beam after a regular season win but we celebrate going to the playoffs and it's the worst <laughs> thing to ever happen <laughs> I, yeah. yeah, but whatever. All right, so my last question for you guys is yes. just like we tried to push the chips in with Rudy, uh-huh. and it didn't work at least thus far. Maybe it will. Maybe mm-hmm. Cat comes back and we're a contender. We are everything. we are above five hundred without Carl Anthony Towns. I yeah. think the trade is much better than the October November stink. Mm-hmm. At that point, I was like, the, I was, I was feeling, yeah, yeah, I was <laughs> not happy. I was I said like, some things, dude. I apologized to Rudy many times, and I slandered him many times too. So, so when is the next time that you're you're trying to push the chips in? Like, are you trying to wait a little bit here to get a little deeper, get the next contract for Ant? Like, are we trying to push on the current timeline, or are we trying to push for three years from now? It can be both. The Warriors did both. Yeah. We saw the Warriors navigate two timelines with like the old dynasty and then the their re like two years after the rebuild year they wanted yeah. they, they rebuild yeah. and yeah they it's hoist the trophy. So I think I don't think there are timelines right now because again, Cat's twenty six. The only the only ringer here is Rudy. Um, so I think like it's I think we are firmly in we we are contenders push the chips in mode for the next four years. Um, as long as you have you know ant developing at this rate why yeah. not yeah and just ant's development is going to attract people is ant a, the joe burrow my win- the window is my career i like that <sighs> stealing that so hard and i'm not citing it so- <laughs> son of a bitch no literally i think that uh ant is dwayne wade yeah and people wanted to play with dwayne wade now he did he was in south beach mm-hmm and that might have helped, but I do think he's Dwayne Wade, and I think like he is going to continue to get good teammates to play with him. And he's for being such a score first star, he is a selfless teammate, mm-hmm. and I think that that is the 
craziest and best part about his entire game is that like he does what the team needs. Some nights he is he backs off when when other guys are hot, and sometimes he says, "Fuck it, it's got to be me." He's a smart bass player. I know sometimes like the drives are not very smart, but like he can make those shots. I don't I don't blame him for taking a falling lefty whatever. He'll uh he'll get better at finishing around the hoop. Once he does that, he'll just average like eight more points a game. Also, the and whistle will get better ideally. Once yeah, he ideally, I got it. Yeah, there is no whistle for him. I love how Rudy gets here and starts getting a bad whistle. It's like you just, you just like. I think the the best example of the Minnesota whistle is Rudy Gobert because he right. was he. They would never call that if he was in Utah, but he gets some ticky tack stuff now because he's wearing navy and lighter blue. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, are you serious? He's wearing yeah. the, the old navy uniform. Yeah. It really sucks when people think you're a smaller market than Utah. Bro, <laughs> Minnesota's not even a small market. Like Minneapolis, you like, said it's it like first. 13th or 14th. I know. I, we're a small market when it comes to the NBA, that's for sure, and it just is a shame. But I, like, I, have, I, I kind of push back on that, given like how passionate the fan base is, fan base is after a decade of irrelevance. I hear you, and you're right. But like, it's like, are we a small market if we have this many passionate fans after like 16 and whatever, 57? Yeah, there's been some dark years. <laughs> it's been very. All right, so where, where do the Wolves finish this year? I think I think we finish regular season or playoffs. Regular season first. I think I think we. I'm a. Do you want my optimist mind or my pessimist mind? I want like gun to your head mind. Oh, you I gotta get, we, get rational. God. That's tough. Then I'd split the difference. I think we'd be as high as four or sneak in through the play-in. Either way is fine with me. I think I think six seeds perfect. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think we do get to the six at least. Uh, six or five, avoid the play-in to be nice. I uh, don't think we're getting them series. Off. I think that we. I feel like I'm a really pessimistic Wolves fan, mm-hmm. but I think we're gonna finish in the fifth spot. I, Why not? I mean, I kind of think we could be fourth. <laughs> well, I think we dude, could. Fur is you know inconsistent, and we cat our best player has been out more than half the year, like most but of the year. But they're doing it, and dude. they're doing it right. And it's like, dude, we're still in. We're in like eighth or something, and I think we're like the. I think like the seven, eight, and six. Six, seven, eight seed are all tied right now. Or yeah, something. It's, it's like crazy. With, like, games not played type situation. Yeah, so it, I mean, we're right there. I mean, if he if he comes back and and fits in, sky's the limit. Do the Wolves win well, a playoff series? Yes, I think we lose the second round. That, I think so. We said at the beginning of the year that they had to win a series. Yep. Yeah, we they said they had to win a series, or they're going to get rid of Finch. And I think that that'd be a horrible. I just think that the new owners are going to be like, we didn't hire this guy. That can happen. That happens. That would be very unfortunate. I would hate if new owner syndrome hit two summers in a row because you're yeah. not new owners of that. Yeah. Um, I think if we do slide into the play-in, regardless of where we are, I think I would love a one seed, like bring back the Grizzlies. I think we are in giant slaying position because we are so streaky. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we catch him like when Kat's coming back. And yeah. if he's coming off an injury, he might be on a minutes restriction. So he might have to be in Maybe the corner guy. Off, Maybe he's I coming off the so bench. So we get to learn how to use him. So Ant's going to drive in and you'd be like, oh, you forgot about Carl Anthony Towns in the most efficient <laughs> shot on the court? Oops. He's forty percent. We trade Delo. We have Canard too. Oops. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. I, I'm excited. I, I I'm I feel more positive. Like I you have said, goosebumps it was, again. Yeah. It was rough for a it's while. It's happening. It's <laughs> happening, guys. The wolves are good. Don't let Ryan Rosillo tell you any different. <laughs> All right. Can, so. can we get a Can we get a catchphrase from? Can we get a wolves? Oh. Fear's the mind killer. <laughs> That's really yeah. Fear's the mind killer. Yeah. I love it. All right. Um, where can everyone, one more time, where can they find you? Where can they hear you uh, on a weekly basis? Uh, you can hear us on a bi-weekly basis every bi-weekly. other week okay. at No Pants Crunch. Crunch wears no pants on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts. And I personally am at Tornado Jally. It's the word tornado like the weather phenomenon and J-A-L-L-Y. Long story. Don't <laughs> um, 
and I'm going to post a lot of pictures of my daughter and Star Wars TikToks and Wolves takes and it's a glorious, glorious time. Be my digital friend. It's my favorite because I don't have to leave the house and I still get to get that human contact. He, he <laughs> is, and he he is really elite. Be, hey, by the way, <laughs> so thank you. With the, with the young daughter, I know you're busy. You give weekends up for, for big events and DJing. And you made time for us this tonight, and we just appreciate it. I, I've been waiting for the call. I was thought I was going to get it during Andor, frankly, but <laughs> we'll talk about that for the next pod. Exactly. It's an honor to be here, guys. I love you. We got two two pods with Tornado Jelly. I yeah, so it. tune into our other pod later this week uh, where we will be talking a lot about the state of Star Wars, actually. Which, which I, I will leave and go home, and I'll come back when we record that. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, guys. Until then, thanks for hanging out with us. You're good friends here at the Nordies Podcast. Yeah.